This episode of the Ageless and Awesome podcast is sponsored by the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. As a woman in the modern world, our hormones are taking a battering. They're impacted by the food we eat, the toxins we're exposed to, such as when we eat out of plastic takeaway containers, or even worse, reheat food in them. Please don't do this. If you're handling FPOS receipts, filling the car with fuel, eating non-organic produce that hasn't been washed effectively, plus so much more things add to our toxic load every day. Even though our bodies are designed to effectively manage toxins, they haven't evolved as quickly as our toxic world has, unfortunately. So our body does need support. Symptoms such as stubborn weight gain, fatigue, disrupted periods, irritability, and gut health issues can be a sign that you'd benefit from a gentle detox. And that's why I developed the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. This free guide has an abundance of information to get you started on your very own DIY detox. And if you'd like to upgrade to VIP, it's only $47 for a limited time. I used to sell this program for $247. The upgrade gives you the recipes, including plenty of uh, plant-based options, the meal planner, the shopping list template, the video workshop, and so much more. Click the link in the show notes to learn more now. Take care of your hormones. They are a critical part of your health as a woman. Hi, I'm Susie Garden, and this is the Ageless and Awesome podcast. I'm an age-defying naturopath and clinical nutritionist, and I'm here to bust myths around women's health and aging so that you can be ageless and awesome in your 40s, 50s, and beyond. The Ageless and Awesome podcast is dedicated to helping women through perimenopause and menopause with great health, a positive mindset, and outrageous confidence. Hit subscribe or follow now, and let's get started. Hello, gorgeous woman, and welcome to this week's Q&A Thursday. I have a question from Cassandra S., and she asked, how do I know if I have gut issues or not? How do I know what's normal? This is not something that I sit around with my friends and I talk about my poops. (laughs) So (laughs) it's true, right? Uh, You may have some vague conversations about it, but it's unusual unless like, I don't know, it depends on your friendship groups, I guess. But to sit around and talk about your poo and your farts and your bloating and all of that isn't necessarily going to be happening. So I wanted to talk a little bit about this because this happens a lot when I'm doing um, my initial consultations with clients is often they'll just describe their bowel habits or their gut health and it's like it's completely normal and they don't even see that there is something going on there that is not right and that should not be put up with. And essentially, there are a few things to look at. Um, I guess let's talk about regularity, like generally, certainly when I did my nursing training, we wanted our patients in hospital to be opening their bowels every single day. Now there's discussion about whether or not that's actually necessary, whether every two days is actually okay. Um, and also multiple times a day is also considered to be okay if the stool is formed And I'm going to get into that in a second. But yeah, in terms of frequency of moving your bowels, generally, it seems that the probably 
the average would be every day, but if it's multiple times a day, that's okay as long as it's not diarrhea and it's not like really urgent that you have to get to the toilet. Um, and the other thing is, yeah, every second day seems to be in, in some schools of thought seems to be okay. Um, most healthcare professionals will want you to be going every day though. But if it's like once a week, if it's twice a week, that is not okay. No matter what the stool form is like, uh, when I'm talking about stool form, I'm saying whether it's a harder stool, firmer, or a soft, runny, whatever. Yeah, we're getting graphic. Um, yeah, that more formed stool. Maybe I should put a disclaimer at the front of this episode. <laughs> Maybe I will. Um, yeah, that it, it, frequency is kind of in those sort of realms I just discussed. So let's talk about form. So I may have said this on a podcast before, but just Google Bristol, that's B-R-I-S-T-O-L, Bristol stool chart. Have a look at the Bristol stool chart. What you are aiming to be, your poo goals, are a three or a four on the Bristol stool chart. And if it's outside that, then there may be an issue or maybe you just need to drink more water. So if it's a one or a two, generally that's considered the more constipated type. So that could be just you need to drink more water and the right amount of water for most people is 35 mils of water per kilo of body weight and that's all of your fluid intake for the day not just water but if you have herbal teas if you have smoothies if you have soups things like that water that's in your food that all counts towards your water goal so 35 mils per kilo of body weight So that's your goal. If you're not hitting that, you probably need to increase your fluid intake. So it could be that you're a bit dehydrated. It could be that you're not getting enough fiber in your diet. That means that your stool is at more type one or type two. And if you are getting enough water, if you are getting enough fiber, then there may be something else going on. There may may be a presentation of IBS there may be something called SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. And IBS, if you're not sure, is uh, in, uh, irritable bowel syndrome. And so it could be something like that. Or um, that's probably the most likely. Or there could be you might be under a lot of stress. When we're in our stress response, our gut function slows down. It becomes a lower priority. And so the the peristaltic movement of the bowel also slows right down. And that can um, lead to that type 1 or type 2 stool. So there's there's three different possibilities. Um, But always, you know, if if that's happening for you, go and talk to a healthcare professional. And if it's more of a 5 on the chart, that often can signify something that we refer to as dysbiosis. So an imbalance in the good and the not so good bacteria. We call it now beneficial and non-beneficial bacteria rather than using terms good and bad. And so, yeah, if you have that imbalance and that can happen if you've, you know, had a dose of the barley belly or several doses over your lifetime, that can be because you've had um, multiple lots of antibiotics 
It could be because you're smashing the kombucha <laughs> and probiotics and putting a whole bunch of other bacteria in your body, which may not be necessary. Uh, it can be from, again, stress. It can be from so many different things. Processed foods is another one that comes to mind. So yeah, that type five, if it's like really kind of your most common stool type, that needs to be addressed because it sounds like there's a gut bacteria imbalance and we need to know why. We need to know why, not just throw probiotics at it. Um, If it's a six or a seven, and if it's accompanied by pain, then maybe you have a pathogenic bacteria. So like a salmonella or a campylobacter, something like that. Uh, Particularly uh, if you have eaten some food that you thought maybe that's a little bit dodgy, I definitely, definitely need to get that checked out. But if it's more of a long-term thing that um, you just constantly have diarrhea, that can be anxiety. Again, that gut-brain connection, that can be the IBS diarrhea dominant type. Um, Occasionally SIBO will present with diarrhea. It's generally tends to be more of that constipated type if it's more of that methane dominant SIBO but um yeah it can be still be SIBO SIBO doesn't have super constancy in its in its symptom presentation uh also it can be just yeah a real dysbiotic a really advanced dysbiotic picture um yeah but definitely needs to be addressed and if you're getting that kind of diarrhea you know, three, two, three times a week, or even if it's every week, just once a week, there's something going on that you need to get addressed there. Um, other symptoms that people have, let's, we can, we can shelf the poo talk now, <laughs> um, is bloating. And I find people can be a little bit confused about what bloating is. So I wanted to delve into that just a little bit for you, Cassandra. Um, so bloating is usually gas. It's usually gas and that can be, uh, it's always from bacteria that is in your gut and that bloating can happen from food intolerances. It can happen from SIBO. It can happen uh, for, oh my gosh, so many different reasons actually. And again, it's something that should be addressed because if you've got this going on on the daily, then it's likely you've got some low-grade inflammation going on in the gut that needs to be healed uh, so that it doesn't get worse and cause more and more symptoms like fatigue and brain fog and uh, anxiety, things like that. So we want to make sure that that is being um, looked at and taken care of. And bloating, some people will wake up with bloating, some people will not, and that bloating will get worse as you go along through the day. And look, it is normal for your waist circumference to be a little bit uh, bigger in the afternoon or evening than in the morning, just because when you wake up in the morning, you've done your digesting, your digesting, you've had a period of time without food, and often you'll go to a, a pass a bowel movement when you wake up. So there's less actual physical matter in the body. And then when you have breakfast, for example, or a meal, Uh, you are introducing food and it has volume and it's going to go into your stomach and it's going to take up space. So it's not a big deal to eat a meal and and you feel like you've got kind of, you know, food in your body or that your stomach's expanded a little. But if it's actually like a real expansion, like a, a beyond 
really what you've eaten or if it feels really uncomfortable or it's more like a drum, uh, your belly, then that, that sounds more like bloating. And that again, needs to be addressed and work out what it is. It's not a nice thing to have. Um, and if it's accompanied by a lot of burping, uh, cause obviously that gas generally needs to go somewhere or farting. And again, if that, that, that gas that's being expelled from either end has a foul smell, um, then yeah, there's something going wrong in your system. And a lot of this stuff is really easy to address. It just really depends on what the issue is. So I hope that's been helpful, Cassandra. And when you look at that, go and have a look at the Bristol stool chart. Uh, and sometimes it's even helpful for the over a period of say a week or two weeks is to even track, well, how often am I going to the toilet? What is my Bristol stool chart? Um, number and am I getting bloated? Am I farting excessively or burping excessively or whatever? And is that burping happening just after I eat or is it happening all throughout the day? All of these things are relevant when we're assessing gut health. And a lot of the time when I'm talking to clients, they won't actually have a, a, an idea of that until I get them to do um, a food journal and then and they're tracking all of that. And then they go, oh my gosh, there's something way more often than I actually realized once you start looking at it. So I hope that's helpful. Please continue to send in your questions. I love seeing them. I love answering them. And yeah, feel free also to write a review and share this podcast on your socials. Tag me. I love to see when uh, my podcast gets shared. I love to get the word out there to as many people as possible. Thanks so much for joining me today on the Ageless and Awesome podcast. If you liked today's episode, please make sure you click the little plus button if you're on Apple Podcasts or the follow button if you're on Spotify so that you can get each new episode delivered to you every single week. If you like free stuff and who doesn't, then head over to suzygarden.com and grab my eight essential age-defying secrets every woman over 40 should know right now. Or if you'd like to continue the discussion, head over to Instagram and DM me at Wellness. I'd love to connect with you. 